I cannot trust my life to well-meaning people who think that they know what's the truth, who think that they know what's right. I have to go find out. I have to go experience. Welcome to No Ordinary Love, Episode 7. Yeah, so today we're going to keep talking about um, just more of a personal sense of spirituality and how I was able to, to find that for myself, but we're also going to talk about your spirituality and like <laughs> where you've been coming from. Yeah. Um, but first, uh, some quick announcements. So we do have two new countries that we can see that have listened to our podcast. So Canada and Ooh. Suriname. And I'm hoping that I pronounced that correctly. I did look it up on the Google. And you you clicked on like how to pronounce it? Yeah, I clicked on how do you pronounce Suriname and that's how that's Google how said it, it seemed, <laughs> but I could be wrong, so I do apologize. But yeah, so two new countries. We're super pumped about that. Um, and then also a reminder that we do have a link on our Spotify info page. Info page. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can go to that info page. There's a link. If you do want to be a supporter, if you do want to donate to the podcast, you can do that there, and we would super appreciate it. If not, we are grateful to have your listenership, and. Let's get started. All right. So go ahead and share kind of like where, like your spirituality or your beliefs or how you grew up a bit. Um, I actually wouldn't even use any of those words. Yeah, I, I figured not. <laughs> there was no spirituality, no religion. Um, I grew up never going to church minus a handful of times that I can remember. Um, but I did, I was baptized Catholic. I did have my first communion, but literally the only thing I remember about that is my like dress and outfit and party. That's it. I don't remember going to catechism or any of that. So I know nothing in about it at all. <laughs> that I guess would be my extent. We didn't go growing up. I did go to church with a friend of mine, I want to say like in third or fourth grade. Um, and that experience left me with like, I am never coming back again. Um, and it wasn't even anything bad. It was just, I don't know what type of church it was, but it was just, you know, I guess a loud choir, a lot of like yelling and fainting and just crying and just a lot of stuff. And I was like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> never, and I'm pretty sure I never hang out with that friend again after that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would say what you're describing is like what people would call a spirit filled church or like assemblies of God or like Pentecostal holy ruler, like mm -mm. people speak in tongues and they fall out in the spirit and things like that. Yeah. I'm familiar with that. I, that's kind of the church that I ended up in. <laughs> Was not my jam. Okay. At all. <laughs> Were you scared? I don't remember being afraid. I just remember being like, y'all are doing too much. <laughs> like if this was unnecessary. Um, and then in my adulthood, a few little here and there for like different things. Um, 
so yeah, didn't grow up religious, had no ties to it in any way. Anybody, and this is like from nobody telling me anything other than myself. I just never could get with the whole religion thing ever um, to this day. Like it didn't make sense to you? Yeah, it didn't make sense. Um, like the whole heaven and hell thing. Um, just everything about it like turned me off. Mm -hmm. Was not interested. Um, just never sat, like, sat well with me. Yeah. That's interesting to me. I mean, I get that, like, your family wasn't religious. So, sure, you did the Catholic thing and you got baptized. But, I mean, no one in your family was trying to take you to church, right? No. Okay. But I think for me what's interesting and what I'm curious about is... You know, I just feel like a lot of times in life when things get hard, a lot of times people will try to turn to religion or something for help. <laughs> Not me. At my lowest of lows when I just thought I couldn't get any lower or like I just did not want to be here on this earth anymore. I never thought once to turn to religion. Okay. And so... That's religion, but what about, like, did you have belief in God that maybe there's something out there? Um, no. Not at all? So, I feel, I would say, possibly something out there, but as I've told you before, the word God, Jesus, any of those has never resonated with me at all. Um, until you, well, I guess until we were together and you would sometimes talk about, like, uh, spirituality or even sometimes like faith. Um, I could get with that, but no, never, I never thought really, I, the word God, like I just never really could resonate with, mm -hmm. but now I would use the word spirituality. There, there is something. Right. Right. So you're saying that now there's a belief in, in something, you know, and yeah. there's a sense of spirituality. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that even when we were friends, you know, I, I always kind of knew that, you know, you, you weren't really open to the idea of God. You weren't open to religion or church really at all. I mean, I was still trying mm -hmm. yeah. to, you know any chance we got where we were alone, I was like trying to steer the conversation towards God and towards these types of things. Cause I was trying to get you on the team. You know, I was trying <laughs> to be a, a good Christian friend and all of these things, but I knew that you just weren't interested like really at all. Um, and even at the beginning when we started um, seeing each other and, and getting together, yeah, there was this concern on my end of like, She's not even a Christian. <laughs> she doesn't even have like these beliefs or these Christian values or, you know, so even though I was like putting God on a shelf and myself didn't know what to do about God within our relationship, there was still this feeling of, of like, we needed to be equally yoked. Like we needed to share the same beliefs and we needed to be on the same page. And 
even though I didn't even know what page I was on at that time, like I had no thoughts in my mind that I just wasn't going to be a Christian. Right. And I, I agree. Like, I agree with the, you know, you wanted us to be on the same page. Um, like you want that in a relationship. Right. You know? So like, I totally can get that, but. And I mean, me. I don't, I don't know that we need to agree about everything or, you know, I don't know that that's really the most important thing, but at that time in my life, I just, because of what I had been taught and because of, you know, what I had learned, it just seemed like that was the best way to be in a relationship is we share the same beliefs and we yeah. think in the same way and we're, you know, those types of things. But, you know, I had no idea at the beginning of our relationship that, you know, I was kind of going in this opposite direction and that there would come a point where like, I was just kind of completely walking away from Christianity altogether. Yeah. You know, I, that was it. Like, it wasn't a thought in my head. It wasn't a plan. Like, it was it just was almost something... like on hold or pause for right now till you figured it out. Yeah. And then, you know, certain events took place that kind of led me to keep questioning and like, what are my beliefs? And like, are they serving me? You know, like I mentioned in the last episode of coming to this place of like failure and disappointment and being like, okay, let's, let's take a real look at what I'm believing. And is that serving me? And is that like really helping me in my life? Is that something that's good for me? Or mm -hmm. is it like, we, we've got to let that go, you know? Um, so that was the beginning, but like, yeah, I mean, you, even though I didn't really know what to do with God and I didn't know really, really know what to do with you, <laughs> it was like, that was exactly what I needed. Like I needed someone who wasn't religious. I needed someone who wasn't like going to question or have some, something negative to say about all the things that I was interested in and like looking into. Right. You know, I, I needed someone that was going to support me and, and not think that I was weird or not think that I was like, you know, um, going off the deep end. Yeah. Going off <laughs> the deep end. It was like, you know, I, I, I wasn't in a place where I could have like defended myself or, you know, and I think coming from a Christian background, you just kind of always feel like you're having to defend what you believe or why you believe it or, or finding some way to like make it legitimate or prove it, you know? And especially if you're, if you're coming up with these beliefs that are not like, um, what everyone else is believing, you know, like, yeah. the, it's like the second you go off into a different direction, you're just kind of written off as like a heretic or you're written off as like someone who doesn't know what they're talking about, or you've just, you know, you're completely disconnected from God and you've lost the spirit and you're like, you're this wayward person that is right. just the devil got to you. Yeah, Oof. definitely. Yeah. That is an actual like belief. Like you're just, um, following the devil and now you're, you know, just on this whole other path. That and so crazy to me. Yeah. Like you're lost and you don't know what you're doing. And, and I think that, you know, for people who are deconstructing their faith or they're asking these questions or they're really trying to like dial into what they believe and why they believe it 
you're going to go through a period of questioning and you're going to go through a period of feeling like everything that you think is, is wrong. And you're going to go through a period of feeling even guilty and, and resistant to trying these, you know, trying to go in this direction of things that you're just naturally interested in, you know, um, deconstruction is the wilderness. You're mm-hmm. out there all by yourself, you know, Christianity and religion is, you know, that's community and that's everyone agrees and that's everyone believes the same thing. But when you decide, I don't even know if that works for me anymore. And you decide to question and just kind of layer upon layer everything that you've believed and held to be true. That's a very alone place to be. And, you know, it's not. It's not hard for you yourself to be like, oh man, am I off the deep end? Am I just, you know, and all you can do is learn to trust yourself and learn to trust that like you're, you're going in a direction and just keep going in that direction, even though you don't really know what's going on or you don't have a firm idea of what the next step is and and where all of this is going. And I think that's a a big point that I want to make is I never really knew where any of this was going. Mm -hmm. I just kept taking the next step because it felt like, okay, well, this seems like the next step to take. And this seems like the next step to take. And really for me, what it, what it came down to was just feeling like those steps that I was taking were connecting me to myself in a very real way. I would say, you know, these last 10 months have been just a very intense leg of this journey of so much healing and so much going inward and so much like just reevaluating so many things and so much of my beliefs, you know? Yeah. And in a, like I guess part of it as well is just watching your journey you know being a part of it not really but there for it I guess you would say has also brought me to a lot of um understanding and healing of myself right you know that like I would have never I mean maybe I would eventually gotten to that point but yeah you know what I'm saying Yeah. And, and I'm like, you know, had, you know, had these like last 10 months not have taken place and not have been, you know, such a a journey into healing and transformation. I really don't even think we, we start doing this podcast. Right. Like that's the difference, um, that is so clear for me. And not to mention just feeling like how I show up in my relationships is very different Mm -hmm. and it's subtle, you know? So it's like people can't see, you can't see that really from the outside. No, you can see it because you know me and you see me every day and I'll tell you like, Oh, here's what's going on and here's how I'm feeling. And here's the things that I'm realizing, you know, but I just feel like, it's, it's been a very inward journey that has left me feeling very different and, and so much more myself. Yeah. 
I agree. And I think, you know, what I really want to say is, you know, when it comes to spirituality, you know, especially if you're coming from a religious background, I would just say, follow the things that interest you, that naturally interest you, that naturally you maybe have a fascination with, or, you know, like I've mentioned near death experiences and I've mentioned channeling and I've law of attraction and just all the things that kind of interested me that I just allowed myself to follow and deep dive into it, you know? And yeah. And in deep dive and just kind of like let myself learn something new. Um, that wasn't, that wasn't always easy because of the resistance, because of the religious mindsets and the beliefs that are like, you know, what are you doing? That's not even, that's not what you learned. That's not what you were taught. That's not the truth. Mm -hmm. So that's all still going on in the background, even years later, even as I'm just kind of going about my own way. But what I would say is, is check the fruit of what's going on in your life. The fruit, like, are you becoming a more loving person? Are you becoming more patient, more kind, more compassionate, you know, because if the answer to those questions is yes, I am growing in all of these areas, then to me, that is God and that is divine. And I don't care what you call it. And it doesn't have to be religion. It doesn't have to be all these things. If, if you are growing in oneness, if you are connecting to yourself in a real way and you are just feeling like your authentic self and you're embodying that and you can see change happening in your life, even if it's in a subtle way, like you're on the right track. Right. And like you were saying for yourself, you know, your changes are subtle. I don't think they are. And I think that's just because like I've been there every step of the way and I know you. Um, but just all the like all the changes that you have made have been super just inspiring to myself it's made me a better person um seeing like the kindness and compassion and understanding that you have for like everybody around you um has made such a dramatic difference in our lives um as individuals and as well as a couple yeah i and i agree when i say subtle i just mean that like you know, if you have, even my family, I feel like, you know, yes, I see them and we, you know, we visit with them and, you know, but I'm, I'm talking about you, you see it because I feel like it's affected our relationship the most. Like that's, what's been impacted the most is our relationship, our dynamic, like how we are just being in our relationship is so very different, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like that's not a knock on my family or friends. It's just to say that like this relationship is where, is where we are both seeing the most change and the most transformation, you know? Yeah. So subtle, what I mean is like, it's just been this inward change of like my thoughts and my beliefs and how I show up and, and how I see you, Okay. you know? Um, but I hear what you're saying. Like, it's just been... It, for for you and I, it doesn't seem subtle at all, you know, because we're the ones that have been like having these conversations and coming to those realizations and like seeing the dynamic in our relationship shift and change in such a way that is just like 
I don't know even how to describe it. It's like incredible to me, you know? And I feel like one of the things that I've really started to see very clearly is that I, for, you know, I mentioned this in the first episode, like I just, I couldn't see you clearly. I couldn't see you. I couldn't love you fully. I just, and I really attribute that to like all of my religious beliefs. Right. You know, because I wasn't seeing you as an equal. And, and I feel like in my, you know, religious mindsets, it was like, I had to get you on my page. I had to get you to become a Christian or to believe what I believe and, and think how I think. And I didn't realize that be, as I was doing that, I was thinking of myself as better than you. Yeah. I'm the one with the answers. I'm the one who knows best. I'm the one, you know. Yeah, and I, I bought into it. I, I truly believed you you were better than me. Um, I had you on like a pedestal, you know, um, like I didn't believe in myself in any way, shape or form. So I was like, but I always, I always had you on a pedestal always. And then even like in our relationship, it was even more so. Yeah. And I think that that's just, um, a dynamic that, that happens in relationships that is actually, it's dangerous because, you know, if you have one person who um, thinks that they know what they believe and they think that they know what's right and they think that they know how things are supposed to be mm -hmm. and they're confident in that and they're fully convinced and I was yeah and I think a, a lot of times that's what it is to be a Christian is you just you just know what you believe and you know what you think and you know you you believe that you have all the right answers and I think that the dynamic that that can create when you're in relationship with someone who's not religious or doesn't share those beliefs is that like, you think that you're better. You think that you're kind of steering the ship of the relationship. And that's what I was doing for years of our relationship. I mean, we've been together for nine years and only in these last 10 months have I realized that and been like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> this is what I've been doing. Like it creates this dynamic of like, it's not, it's not power with, it's not us co-creating in a relationship. It's like one person thinking that, that they're above mm -hmm. that they, that they, and basically that they have all the power. Yeah. And I'm realizing like, whoa, that's completely damaging. That's not healthy for our relationship. And I've had to apologize and say, whoa, like that wasn't okay of me. Like, you know, and, and just see how off base that is. So to like come into this place of feeling like I'm seeing you more clearly, like I'm able to appreciate you. I'm able to love you in just a different way. I'm able to just be more open hearted and open-minded is like, it's a very different way to be, you know, and where I see it the most clearly is, is in our relationship specifically, but just how I'm showing up in relationships in general. Yeah. 
what has happened for you in the last 10 months? Like, what's it coming from? Like, what got you there? Or what got you into your journey of this incredible transformation? <laughs> so the journey begins, I would say, in August of last year. Mm-hmm. And I was watching this near-death experience of this woman and I just I so resonated with her story like what she experienced and she talked about how when she had her near-death experience she had crossed over to the other side and there was this one kind of aspect of it where she was like I was in a room with my council like we all have a council of like spirit guides and angels and and you know, beings of light that are basically on our team and they're leading us and they're guiding us. And she said they rolled out this like blueprint of her life and she could kind of see it all. And there were like pieces of it that, um, that she could pull out or that she could, you know, insert. And she said, while she was in that meeting, they allowed her to pull out certain pieces that she had agreed to before coming. Mm. And what, what she saw was that because she had had like chronic health issues and her near-death experience was during um, a surgery that she was having because she had been like hemorrhaging for years. Um, So her surgery was to go in and, you know, to, to help relieve that. But they were showing her, you know, you, you did choose before you came and this is your blueprint and you did help to create this. And she could see that chronic health problems was a piece of her blueprint. And they allowed her to take that out. They said, yeah, you can take that out. And then when you go back, you're never going to have these issues anymore. So she was able to do a little bit of rearranging about her life blueprint. And there were some things that they allowed her to remember. And there were some things that she didn't. Um, but it, it just so resonated with me that I was like, oh, man, you know. And I remember afterwards, I... She ended up having like a podcast and a YouTube channel and I was just kind of following her stuff and looking into her stuff. And, um, what she does on YouTube is she has, uh, daily tarot card readings. Oh yeah. So I remember watching those and being like, oh, how cool that she does these daily tarot card readings. I don't think I put that together that it was the same girl from that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just kind of checking that out daily and man, though the daily tarot card readings were like super resonating with me as well. So I was just like, whoa, I remember you, I remember you being like, what the heck? Yeah. You know, because it was whatever you were feeling or whatever you were going through literally daily was just spot on. And you were just kind of like mind blown. Yeah. It's like, how is she doing that? Because a, it's just a general reading. Right. And it's on YouTube and it's not like you're typing in there and asking. Yeah. Like I didn't go and find her somewhere and pay her money to do a personal reading for me. Right. It's just a general reading that, that was so resonant that I like couldn't believe it, you know? So from there, I just got super interested in tarot and I was like watching it on YouTube and, Mm -hmm. and just, and just seeing how other people read the cards and messages that were coming through and, there were, I mean, there were some readers that I just thought, holy crap, like this is so accurate and it's so speaking to me and it's so like 
so specific in in some ways, you know, that I just thought, okay. Um, and so I just, I just was like feeding myself these videos for one was really to learn tarot. Like I thought, I wonder if I could like, you know, read for myself. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, telling you like, Hey, can you, you know, buy me this tarot deck? Mm -hmm. And so got my first tarot deck and just started like practicing with the cards and learning the cards and like watching tarot to learn how people were reading them. And, you know, and of course there's like the, the standard meanings of cards and things like that. But what I was seeing is that one card could have so many different meanings mm -hmm. and it's really about reading the energy of that card and the energy of like of yourself. So I started doing that. And I mean, just every day doing tarot readings for myself every day, working with the cards. And I was just blown away at how the cards and the messages and the symbolism was speaking to me so specific and so personal. It was like my stories, my stories of things that I have experienced were coming up in these cards. And I was like, and I felt spirit was showing me like, like reviewing all of these things and showing me how they all work together and showing me how like I've always been on my path and really like healing me and just helping me to see things differently. And I, I remember one specific reader, um, I, I still watch her to this day. Like she does monthly readings and I am floored at how accurate and specific she is every single time. And again, these are general readings. So this isn't me saying, Hey, read my cards for me. This is her just getting on YouTube, doing a general reading and, and it's like spot on every mm -hmm. single time. And, um, what she talks about is how like tarot is a way to really do shadow work, you know, to see those shadow aspects of yourself and to bring healing to it and to bring light to it. Mm -hmm. And I would say that in the last 10 months, since August of last year, that's what tarot has been for me. It's just this very personal daily practice where I am, you know, I'm pulling the cards and I'm reading the cards and I'm just getting these messages of healing um, and of transformation. And I, like, it's not a stretch for me to say that that has been life-changing for me. Not a stretch at all. I, I truly believe that it has been definitely life-changing for you. Yeah. And it's taking me into this, like, you know, this inner child work. And it's, it's just creating in me the ability to be loving and kind and compassionate to younger versions of myself that I didn't realize that I was judging. I didn't realize that I was angry with or embarrassed of or, you know just really judging myself for things that had happened and things that I had done or the way things had played out, you know? Yeah. So it's just been this like deep dive into review of like all of these painful situations and bringing healing to those and seeing them differently and just really integrating all of these fractured pieces of myself that I didn't even realize were there, you know? So that's, 
that's really what the last 10 months has been. And, you know, as I was getting into tarot and like learning how to read the cards, like I say, there, there was resistance, you yeah. know, because yeah. of my religious beliefs and because of, you know, what I was taught and what I learned, like these things are bad. These things are demonic. These yeah. things are of the devil. And I'm like, <laughs> so stupid. but I am experiencing love and compassion and just so much like healing and transformation that I, you know, that's why I say like, check the fruit, you know, these, you know, whatever you're interested in, whatever practices that you're, you know, you're using to, to go within, is it making you a, a more loving, compassionate and kind person? And if so, to me, that's all you need to know. You're, you're on your path and you're going in the right direction. But I, you know, I, it took me, it took me time to just be like, you know what? I'm not going to be, I'm not going to hide this aspect of myself. I'm mm -hmm. not going to be embarrassed of it. I'm not going to let other people who have maybe never experienced it for themselves tell me what's right or what's what or, or that it's wrong or that it's bad. Or come at it from a fear base because of religion. Yeah. And, you know, I got to this point where I, I remember I was writing in my journal one day and I was like, why is it that the things that I, that I super love and just feel naturally drawn to, it's like religion or the world calls them wrong. Like, I just felt frustrated. Like, why can't I just be who I am, love who I want to love, practice a sense of spirituality the way that I want to practice it and, and not feel like I'm doing something wrong. Right. You know? Yeah. And... And, and I, you know, kind of narrowed it down to these two things really. And the first was my relationship with you. And the second was tarot. Like, why do these two things that I feel like have transformed my life the most and, and made me more authentically myself, why are those two things like the things that, that I've had the most resistance to in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's because of what other people believe and what other people were telling me because of things that I used to believe. And I'm just, it gotten to a point where I feel like no one can tell me what to believe and no one can tell me what's right. You know, I'm just, I'm at a point in my life where, you know what, like I've been on this journey for all these years and I chose to trust myself and to go in the direction that everyone said was wrong that everyone said was not good, not okay, that's not God. And yet here I am on the other side of that saying, well, I have to find out for myself. I'm going to go see for myself because I cannot trust my life to well-meaning people who think that they know what's the truth, who think that they know what's right. I have to go find out. I have to go experience. It's like I had to go my own way and I had to find out for myself. And what I found is love and love unconditional, you know, like I was so worried when you and I first got together. Oh, well, she's not a Christian and she doesn't believe like me. And it was like, that was exactly what I needed. Mm. I didn't know that that was exactly what I needed, but it was exactly what I needed. I needed someone who wasn't going to judge me, who wasn't going to try and steer me in a direction, who didn't think that they had all the answers and knew all the truth. Like that you were exactly what I needed.
you know, that, that cliche saying of you're everything I never knew I always wanted Mm -hmm. and needed. I didn't know that at the time, but you know, to follow that thread and to be like, I just have to go and see. And, you know, nine years later, I feel like our relationship has transformed. I feel more connected to God and myself than I have ever been in my whole life. And I attribute that to our relationship and really the practice of tarot that is taking me within myself, healing me and helping me to be who I really am. I did not see that coming. No, neither did I. I did I'm not. I'm so thankful for it. I Yeah. And I, it's like, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know any other way to say it, but to say, I... I feel more in touch with the love that I am than I have ever been in my whole life. And that's counting any time in religion, any time in ministry. It's this whole other level of connection. It's this whole other level of, of knowing that, that the divine is within, you know, that Mm -hmm. we're actually co-creating that I'm actually connected to something that is within me and yet all around me within me and yet bigger than me. Like I've never felt more on my path than I do now. Um, and I feel like I am, I'm living the life that I thought was possible when I was in church. It was like this, you know, this belief of, in this life of like just being led by the spirit. Like, man, when I would hear, you know, stories or pastors talk about it or teachers teach about it, like just walking in the spirit, like it just so resonated with me. Like we could do that, but I didn't really know anyone who was doing that and like really living that. And I knew myself that I wasn't really doing that or living that. It was like this, this level of trust that I felt like was possible, but I felt so far from it, you know? And I, and I feel like years later, years down this road and this journey into spirituality, I feel like, holy shit. Like I have found what I've been looking for, for years, you know? And it starts with, Trust in yourself, belief in who you are, knowing that, you know, God or spirit or source really is within and really is leading and guiding and that we can just follow and we can just be on our path. And I think that's really all that I've ever wanted was to feel one with the creator and not even just that, but with, with others, with people, just seeing people in a completely different way. You know, this whole journey of going within and, you know, loving this inner child and loving these younger versions of myself, like learning how to have compassion and kindness and, and just really love and fully accept myself. It has translated in offering that to others yeah definitely to becoming so much less judgmental 
you know, where, where it just seemed like all I really knew was judgment, making judgments about myself, making judgments about other people, just judgment, judgment, judgment. And I'm like at this point where I'm just like, I know that judgment doesn't feel good. I know when I'm doing it, but I'm learning how to use those moments and be like, but what does that say about me? How is this a moment of growth, an opportunity for healing for me? You know, because I'm, I'm realizing that that's what it's really about, you know, you know, and just people say, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world. Right. And we can say that's cliche and, and whatever, but I'm finding it to be very, very true and very, very accurate. You know, I, it's not that I don't see things that are happening in the world or understand that, you know, things are a mess, right? It's, it's that I am at a point where I realize that the only thing that I'm really responsible for is me, my thoughts, my beliefs, how I show up in the world, who I am. And I, and I truly believe that when we take responsibility for ourselves, for everything that we've created, for what we want to call the good, what we want to call the bad, when we can take responsibility for all of that, we're really creating change in the world. Mm -hmm. It's not about me telling other people how they should live or what they should believe or what religion that they need to join to help save the world and, and all of that. It's about, can I become the love that I know that I am? I believe if you can really love yourself and be kind and compassionate to yourself, if you can learn how to do that with you, you can learn how to truly love everybody, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, tarot has just been the practice for me that has taken me into a deeper level that I didn't even know. I didn't even know I was looking for that. <laughs> I didn't. And you know, the crazy thing is that there have been so many times in the cars where I feel like, like it's like Jesus speaking to me mm -hmm. or Jesus calling me. And that freaked me out because I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm trying to go back in this direction and do this church and religion thing. But that's not like, that's not what was going on. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I've already said it, but like, I just, I don't really think that this podcast even gets started without these past 10 months. No. Without this going so. within, without this inner work that is just. Or if, if we actually got through with it, it wouldn't be this. Right. So, gosh, I mean, just, you know, for a, a personal sense of spirituality, I would just encourage anyone, like, it's about trusting you. It's about saying heck with everything I've learned to heck with anything that anyone else has ever tried to teach me or tell me. I appreciate people who are well-meaning and, and trying to help. But my journey has, has been, I have to trust myself. I have to go within. I have to be the one who knows, you know, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of feeling things out. And I have to be honest. It's a lot of not knowing where this is going 
And that's to me what the last 10 months has also been is I don't have a map to where we're going. It's just take the next step. It's just trust that when you take that step that there's going to be another step. Yeah. And I feel like... I feel like there are a lot of people that are in that place of like, I don't know where I'm going, but I have a feeling that I need to go in this direction. And I would say to anyone, you got to trust that feeling and you have to go and you have to check it out and you have to see for yourself, you know, and just keep taking the next step and keep taking the next step. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like that really is... To me, that's a lifestyle of faith and that's a lifestyle of like really living in the spirit by the spirit is I don't see with my physical eyes where we're going. I don't see how this all works out in the end, but I have a knowing deep down that this is where I'm supposed to be and this is what I'm supposed to be doing and this is, you know, this is the next step. And... That's really all that I've ever wanted to do or to be was to be in this place of, of real trust and real faith. So, you know, while I don't consider myself a Christian, I don't consider myself a part of any religion or, or, you know, anything like that. I, I feel very connected to source or God or spirit or the universe or whatever anyone wants to call it. I just I don't think it matters what we call it. As long as we know that we're connected in a real way and that it is developing in us love and peace and oneness, you know? Yeah, and I feel like all of this has brought that to you. And it's just overflowing, I feel, everywhere, like in your life, my life too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then just this past week, I'm like, you know, I've been on this podcast talking about coaching and talking about how I'm, I'm a certified life coach, but I have not been coaching really, mm -mm. you know, and I'm at a point where I'm just like, I have to put myself out there and try again you know like these are the kinds of things that I feel like is coming up in the tarot and kind of showing me like just because it didn't work out how you thought before just because there were disappointments and you know things didn't quite work out how you thought that they would doesn't mean that it wasn't for you doesn't mean that you can't actually do that it just means that there were some things that needed to get sorted out there were some beliefs that needed to be let go of and some new beliefs that needed to be integrated, you know? Right. And that I know will work for the better, mm -hmm. not only for you, but for the people that you are helping. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, like I, I had a hard time figuring out my niche, right? My yeah, niche, that, my I, niche that was group. our, that was always like, what is it going to be? What is it going to be? It was even like that for our podcast too. Yeah. But what I'm realizing is that, like, your niche group is, it's who you are, <laughs> you know? It's who you are and it's what you're doing. And so, 
that's something that I want to put out to listeners. I mean, if, if anyone's interested in like going deeper or, or getting, um, coaching or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put myself out there, but really it's like, if you're someone who wants to, to go within and connect to yourself and find your own sense of like spirituality and connection to the divine, like let's do that. Yeah. Let's get started. Let's, let's start living these lives of, I am, I am guided by something internal and I I know what the next step is. I don't know. Maybe I don't know the whole layout. Maybe I don't have the map, but I'm willing to learn how to just trust the next step. I'm willing to learn how to trust myself because maybe you've been let down by other people. Maybe you haven't been trusting yourself for quite a while. You know, it's like, We're living in a time that I really believe is like the best time to be alive. I know that things are going, what looks like things are going to shit in the world and across the U.S. and things like that. But it's not just about what we see breaking down physically. You know? I was going to say, it's almost like it's, there has been a spiritual awakening um, an awakening for like oneself, um, which I didn't see coming, especially for myself Mm -hmm. that I'm like, like, how could you not want that for yourself? How could you not want to, you know, I guess in a sense, feel complete within yourself. Right. And it's a stepping into your own power, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Your own power and your own authority and learning what what that really is and what that looks like and 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 what a healthy sense of power and authority really is. We're we're in a we are in a time where people are waking up, they're connecting to themselves. Um and man, I see it when I'm when I'm on Instagram, I see so many people like new people just getting on Instagram, coaches, uh, therapists, psychologists, um, e- even just people just being creative, mm-hmm. just being creative and creating for the sake of creating. But it's like there's a need for people to like go within and somehow shine a piece of themselves and express themselves and just mm-hmm. put their creativity out there. And I feel like even though things may seem dark or they may seem troublesome or maybe we don't know who to trust or what's what, like it is feeding this like need and this desire to go within and to discover who we really are. So, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like with, without this experience, this whole journey of the last 10 months, like we're not doing this podcast. I'm not, you know, attempting to, to put myself out there as a coach again, you know, without that. We wouldn't have gotten on a deeper level. No, (laughs) 
Like our relationship is different. It's this, you know, it's gone from this just weird power dynamic where I think I'm better and I think I'm like up here and I know things and I have answers to a real leveling out and a real balancing and a real understanding that like we're both on equal ground. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it feels so good. Yep. To know that, I guess you would say in a sense, like we are equals and we are on the same page and we are working as a unit. Yeah. In every aspect of our life. Yeah. Working together, co-creating, you know, collaborating. It's all of the like, it's, it's to me, I just, it just keeps coming up as power with and not power over. Mm-hmm. Like the, the whole dynamic in the structure of power over, it's not working anymore. And we're going to continue to see institutions and um, corporations and religions and all these things we're going to continue to see that breakdown because power over does not work no and it's a time that we as just the people start to allow ourselves to be empowered in a very real way this is the trend this is how we go forward you know and i believe that a hundred percent so as always, <laughs> we don't know. We didn't plan really this episode. I mean, we had an idea of some things we wanted to talk about, but man, I just feel like it's time. It's time to be the change. It's time to become who we really are. It's time to shine our light in whatever way that that means. You know, not everyone's going to be a coach. Not everyone's going to be a therapist, but you know, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's music, maybe it's art. Maybe it's just something that calls to your soul. It's time to start doing those things. It's time to start stepping into that. It's, it's time. Mm -hmm. And like I said, if, if anyone of our listeners feels like they're on board with that, <laughs> with being the change and like, and, and maybe you need some help with that, or maybe you need some direction, or maybe you need someone to hold space for you as you get onto this journey for yourself. That's what I do. I'm a coach. I'm here to listen. I'm here to hold the space. I'm here to encourage. We're, we're all on our own journey and it's, it's not always easy and we don't always know where we're going, but um, if you'd like to reach out, you can email or contact us on Instagram, No Ordinary Love Podcast on Instagram. You can send a DM or a message, or you can you can email me directly, uh, trisha.weir at gmail.com. I think that about sums it up for it. Yep, that'll do it. All right, bye. Thank you so much for listening to No Ordinary Love. 
please listen and subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want us to keep going, hit that subscribe button. You can follow us on Instagram at No Ordinary Love Podcast. If you like us, please leave a review. We're eager to hear from you. You can also email us at noordinarylove23 at gmail.com. Or you can send a recording of your question and we'll answer a few each week.